it had been so long since I saw first kid. I thought the kid was president. <laughs> I thought that was the plot of the movie. You thought kid president was the premise of first kid? I, I did. I really did. Nice. We have to go back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today, we are reviewing our second Sinbad film on the podcast, First Kid. Ricky, cards on the table. I don't remember what our first Sinbad film was. So when you just said that, I was very surprised. Uh, Jingle all the way. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, um, this movie uh, came out in 1996 and... So many, so so many memories I have of this film. But we chose this movie because it's the presidential season, and this was literally the first movie that came to mind. Second one being my date with the president's daughter. Um, yes. Yep. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. But very close. Sinbad wins out. <laughs> Actually, Ricky, if I can throw a curveball at you, this uh-huh. is our third Sinbad film. How? Good Burger. Oh, you're right. Wow. You're right. Good. When we set out to do this podcast, (laughs) I would not have guessed that within the first year we would do three Sinbad films. And that's the magic of this podcast. (laughs) So thanks, Sinbad, for... uh, all of your creative talents and uh, for being a listener, because I assume you are. Um, <laughs> you assume too much. <laughs> um, so on the off chance, well, actually, there's actually a solid chance that um, this might have flown under the radar. Um, because when I was doing research for this movie, it was so difficult to find like anything like fairly substantial about even the production of the movie. It was just one of those movies that was out, circulated a little bit, but I don't even think this movie has a cult following behind it. I think it's just one of the many movies that Disney produced in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the synopsis. Rush Hour, but um, with Sinbad and a kid. And that's the movie. <laughs> Luke Davenport is a 13-year-old son of Paul Davenport, the President of the United States. And ill-tempered Agent Woods is the Secret Service agent in charge of Luke. But Woods is fired after mistreating Luke in front of the press. So Woods is then placed, uh, replaced by former boxer Sam Sims, played by Sinbad. Samson's Sinbad. Yeah. Uh-oh. So Sam is eager to take the job, even though no one else wants it. Everyone thinks that Luke is just a brat, when the only thing Luke wants is just to fit in and be like every other kid at school. And so Sam helps him be president in chief of being himself. Did you just make that up? Or? I did. That's really nice. Thanks. I try. Um, but yeah, that's the general synopsis of the film. Uh, like we said before, it stars Sinbad um, of fame of house guests, um, Jingle All the Way, and uh, Different World, 
uh, which was one of his bigger breakout roles, and several stand-up comedy specials um, over time. He did a special in, in uh, oh goodness, he did a special in 2010 uh, called Sinbad, uh, Where You've Been, and he talked about how um, around that time there's a rumor circulated that Sinbad died. Hmm. Is one of those fake death things. Like I think they did the same thing to like Kel Mitchell. They're like, "Oh, Kel Mitchell died." And he's like, "Uh, no, I didn't." Oh, uh, but they did the that. same thing for Richard Pryor too. Oh yeah, um, like okay. Because yeah. well, they, he also had that that special where people like talked about him, and it's called mm-hmm. "I'm Not Dead Yet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I don't know why that rumor happens, especially with people. Um, but he opened it up like, "You guys thought I was dead." You tweeted about it and told people without asking any questions. <laughs> you spread lies. And it's really fun. His stand-up uh, specials are great. Oh, my gosh. He is so funny. So good. And uh, well, at the time of this podcast, perfect timing, his 60th birthday is in six days. Ha, ha. Well, Sinbad, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sinbad. this review. <laughs> I know that's exactly what you wanted. Uh, it also stars uh, Brock Pierce, who plays uh, the president's son. And you might also recognize him from uh, Mighty Ducks. Hmm. And Mighty Ducks 2, also known as D2. Um, he has since grown up to become the elected director of the Bitcoin Foundation. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Right? And guess who his partner is? Uh, The other Secret Service agent? Exactly. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, it's actually the... um, I'm trying to... I'm blinking on his name. Haley Joel Osment. Haley. (laughs) He is partners with uh, the kid who was in um, Home Improvement. Oh, the one that was in the movie? Yeah, Brian. Zachary Ty Bryant? Yeah, Zachary Ty Bryan. They're like partners in Bitcoin. Um, Uh, Yeah, Zachary Bryan actually tweeted um, or posted on Instagram 20 years ago. Wow, now we're Bitcoin partners. Hashtag changing the game. And it's a picture of them on the poster of First Kid. That's crazy. And it's perfect timing, too, because in 10 days from the recording of this podcast, (laughs) Brock Pierce will turn 36 years old. I don't believe you. One it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's, man, it's, I think they just said, hey, whose birthday is most recent? Sinbad, Brock, raise your hand. All right, you're in this movie. <laughs> Any November birthdays, you're <laughs> cast. Yeah, and and he that he was such an interesting choice because, like, he's the bully, but I know he's also the most well-known um among kids probably in 96 but he's on the cover even though he plays like of an antagonist type character um Mm. i just thought that was super interesting well you know why he plays the antagonist is because his birthday was back in october (laughs) (laughs) he just didn't fit in oh what are these days (laughs) um but yeah like we said before this movie um, like there's almost nothing on it 
um, online. So it was very difficult to find um, some interesting trivia for you guys. Like the most interesting bit of trivia that they have is that the mall scenes were filmed at the Tyson's Galleria in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Like, are that's... you kidding me? Tyson's <laughs> Corner. Oh yeah, you, you know Mike Tyson's Corner famous mall in virginia boxing it's all connected it's all connected <laughs> um there is okay there is this fact um so when first kid uh was originally rated for video released by the B- bbfc which is the british uh rating system mm-hmm. uh, one minute and 31 seconds were cut out due to the hostage attack in a shopping mall and at the time the bbfc felt that this and sudden onslaught of violence were too intense for a PG certificate. And in 2002, all cuts were waived for a PG rating. So finally got its rating in 2002, when I believe that's when it was released on DVD, if I'm remembering correctly. Hmm. Yeah. But besides that, they just like have locations. <laughs> like, hey, the dance scene was shot at a middle school. Like that was like, <laughs> like just different things like that. Um, but there's not a ton um <laughs> on the background of the movie but there are so many wonderful things that this movie has in it so we're gonna go ahead and go into our reactions um grayson when was yeah. the last time you saw this movie because i would say mine was like 1998 but a hundred thousand oh. times <laughs> just all packed into that one year yeah um last time i saw this movie was in theaters Oh, nice. So, 96. 96. (laughs) Oh, man. The, um... I think the main thing I remember from that movie is Sinbad shooting that, like, or a paper towel roll spit wad. Mm. I think that that's the thing I remember the most uh, from that movie from the first time I saw it. Um, That and the the whole montage. Like, that whole montage would happen. I was like, oh, I remember all of this but there are so many other things i completely forgot yeah the only thing i remembered was the line where he says i got it covered sir i'm black and i have a tie because as a kid i remember thinking wow words are so fun Uh, and uh i totally forgot the immediate reaction to that joke which is robert gumate going don't go there and i'm going yes sir like acknowledging <laughs> that it wasn't a good joke <laughs> oh man i love that that's the that's the line that did it for you it's like it words could be so fun <laughs> oh now when i saw the poster for this movie i was thrown off only very briefly because i'm like wait a second how they could this robert uh Gulam, is that how you say his name? I think you said it better. I don't think I said it correctly. Okay. Um, but I love him as an actor. If you've ever watched uh, Sports Night, he's like the main guy in Sports Night, the the first real um, uh, Aaron Sorkin TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's in that. Of course, Benson was like his main thing. And he's, Rafiki he's Rafiki, in Lion yeah. King, mm-hmm. which I did not know until just now. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, he's fantastic, but I cannot give you a definitive pronunciation on his name. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, wait a second. I, this can't be an Obama reference. He 
It just, he doesn't, I don't even think he was a senator then. Uh, just when I saw the cover, I was like, wait, is that a bot? No. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, we'll talk more about that during headcanon and recast the remake. Um, but yeah, when I, the, the biggest thing I didn't realize is like how 90s this movie is. Like, it's if so you, 90s. Like if you guys, I, I really want to create this bingo board because this movie would have all of it. Like you, you would hit 90s bingo twice if watching this movie. Um, including the appearance by actor Robert Guillaume, which I just looked it up and listened to a YouTube video, and that's how they said it. Okay, good. <laughs> Guillaume. But even the guy in the video kind of slurred over it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you caught this, but the first time that they're play- that he's talking to someone on Snake Chat, which oh, is... yeah, what is that? <laughs> early 90s bingo uh, column under technology is super early chat rooms um there was this little flub i so i watched this movie in hd i know brag uh (laughs) ricky so during that first scene you can see at the very top of the uh frame the snake chat file dot mov so (laughs) you can you can see it as clear as day at the very top of the screen so they're just like playing this video of this chat screen uh conversation happening and i'm like oh man it just doesn't get better than this but like he's on the chat room and i just love that and the appearance of vr of having like oh hey mom can i play that game and it's like this vr thing i'm like if only they knew it would make a comeback yeah, because when they passed by, I was like, oh, virtual reality, that's pretty advanced. And then you actually see the game, and you're like, not reality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember 90s graphics. It's like, it's so real. Like, that was real to us back then. Like, oh, man, these hard, jagged edges that just reflects life. <laughs> yeah, blood do- that doesn't look like giant softballs whenever you get <laughs> shot. Uh, well, and then the other thing is the... Um, the FaceTime, early FaceTime with Bill yes. Clinton. Oh my gosh. Skype with Bill Clinton was just great. That was mm-hmm. great. Uh, and that's the other thing. Like anything that's supposed to be seen as like super secret uh, technology. When he went into, when Sinbad went into the shop um, to like talk to his like uh, weapon specialist guy, he's like, hey, I need a tracker. He's like, all right, use this. And it uses the global positioning service. Like he says it, he says GPS, like it's this <laughs> super secret thing. Like, hey, it utilizes the global positioning service, so you'll be able to find them anywhere. Uh, like, yeah. oh my word. I think acronyms really made a huge step forward in the mid 90s. Because yeah. even in that Snake Chat conversation, they say, LOL, in parentheses, laugh, laugh out, out loud. loud. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's uh, th- there are just so many different elements, and then the the skating rink. Just anytime a movie has a skating rink as like a perfectly normal backdrop for a scene, yeah, you, you got a second space. You have a second column for your '90s bingo. It is just so perfect, and so many kids. Like it's not an abandoned skating rink. You don't have like twenty people there. That that was. A ton of people. And I love the room-esque line. Like, 
Wow, your party's really great. You're so popular. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines. In the she is movie. so popular. <laughs> You're so popular. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that's so perfectly 90s is just like the fact that only kids in this new generation of technology, like talking to people online, is like this big thing that no one else understands. It's like, oh, man. Only this kid knows how to talk to people in chat rooms kind of thing. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. Like, man, just, <laughs> wow. And just the fact that they had a designated chat room for snake enthusiasts is just, oh, wonderful. Well, he does make a comment that he's not on the general internet. He's on kid internet. Right. So, so it had, like, parental controls on it. Which makes more sense, knowing the twist at the end that the kidnapper was his former Secret Service agent, because he would know how to bypass a lot of that yeah. and actually get into the system. Mm -hmm. um, but kudos to Sinbad for like thinking of that at the end and having them pull the records mm -hmm. of all the chats. Um, so there was some safety protocols being like, yeah, we log everything that he says. We right. just don't look at it until he's been kidnapped. <laughs> The kid's missing. Maybe I should look at those files I had before. Uh, yeah, the um, I think my favorite thing about this movie is Sinbad and his ties. Like, he... I didn't realize it until I watched this movie, but Sinbad in this movie is everything I want to be when I grow up. Uh, I want to wear suits with the most extreme ties which i are i have like five ties that would be on level with sinbad but i just want to travel back in time and get those really fat wide ties that like cover up like just the whole center of your body it's almost like a second shirt yeah. it's it really is like on the poster he has this like sun like hand-drawn sun wearing sunglasses i'm like no i want that tie like what like if sinbad didn't come out with his own line of ties after this movie. I am very disappointed <laughs> in that. It's like it just need it just needed to happen. That would be fantastic cosplay. Uh, <laughs> oh my just, gosh! Yeah. Yes, have the earpiece hanging out. Yeah. Oh, so uh, who are you? I'm Secret Agent Sims from the <laughs> hit movie First Kid. Sinbad. Get it. I heard there's a panel speaking here. <laughs> oh, yes. And um and yeah, it, it's it's a really fun movie. Like there are so many things that um are just incredibly just wacky about it. And I feel like there are a lot of holes you could poke in the movie, but it's just so much more fun to just accept it. <laughs> like yeah. like I'd say my the thing that I realized now as an adult that I didn't realize as a kid was like how the entire movie like Luke doesn't really change like he's a jerk kind of throughout the whole movie mm -hmm. like I was like if anything he just learns how to fight and I guess that's a thing but he doesn't like he does he, throughout the entire movie he just manipulates people that's it he just manipulates people to get his way, and he doesn't stop that, like, at all. And I was like, oh, well, weird. And Sinbad 
changes. So that really makes him the protagonist. Um, yeah, yeah. But he he changes and he actually becomes more mature throughout the movie where Luke kind of just stays the same. And I think I would have liked to see Luke change in a way where he's more considerate of others because of, you know, how considerate of him Sinbad has been. But, like, even, like, towards the end when he, like, manipulates Sinbad, like, hey, sure would hate to, like, even after all they've been through, I'm like, Luke, come on! Come on! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, not a cool move, Luke. Yeah. Even the very last shot is him shooting the hockey puck into a, a crowded crowd. What a stupid way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> into a crowd and hitting Sinbad in the face. Yeah. But that's probably just a setup for the Mighty Ducks fan- franchise. So It really is. It's just like, yeah. all right, if there's anything that these kids love in 1996, it's sports and people getting hit with whatever sports vehicle that is. <laughs> He's going to whip out a knuckle puck and <laughs> we're going to connect these two. Oh, that would be so great to have that be the connection. And then uh, Emilio Estevez shows up, and his dad is the president. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because then you get the Aaron Sorkin tie with <laughs> with old Robbie G and Timothy Busfield, who uh, we know from Studio 60. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, he was in the West Wing, the too. The technical director. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. So good. All right. Now we're going to go into the part of the show where we... Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. What's that? Sorry, I got some intel that there is a head cannon on the premises. Head cannon. <laughs> You're locked in. You cannot go to the dance. There's a head cannon on the premise. There's a head cannon in a backpack. <laughs> That's the other thing I remember very vividly. It's like, oh, I can't go to the dance because of that backpack. And I, I never understood why. Like as a kid, I'm like, but it's just a backpack. What what's wrong with the backpack? They don't know where it came from. But what? I I think it came from Jansport. <laughs> it looks like a Jansport. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and then Sinbad says that happens a hundred times a day. And yeah. I was like, that number seems high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even if it was half, that's still <laughs> 50 too times much. a day, people leaving backpacks around. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but yes, Headcanon is the part of the show where we share our unique ideas about the movie and untold stories based on evidence provided by the movie. All right, so my biggest piece of headcanon is that um, Sinbad isn't like the first, um, like, first kid protector kind of thing, Um, and and neither was the other guy. Um, I want to say Woods, yeah. Neither was Woods, but I want to say that like that's a long-standing position that has been around ever since a president has had children. It's just like you're in charge of the first kid. Roll credits. Um, <laughs> I, I just love anytime they said the first kid, it just felt like they were just one action away from turning to the camera and winking. Well, yeah, because when he goes to the hideout, you see all of the notes left on the walls from previous kids, like Chelsea Clinton mm-hmm. is signed the wall, and and so you, it kind of puts it in that reality of like 
tons of kids have dealt with this kind of situation. Mm -hmm. He's just the next in line. Which I feel like if this movie were made today, they would probably have a scene where all the previous first kids are together in like in a club. Yeah. And the only ones who understand. Kind of like how presidents hang out. (laughs) Because they're like, hey, we're the only one who knows the truth about Area 51. Uh, (laughs) Who else are you going to talk to? Yeah. I think that I like that. For my headcanon, um, it's more about where this takes place. I believe this is an alternate reality film mm-hmm. um, because so much of it is based in actual U.S. timing, um, mostly around the FaceTime call with Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. um, seamlessly taken from uh, news interviews yeah. that he's done. It's like, you got Bill Clinton? No, you didn't. Um, we got Bill Clinton's <laughs> footage. So this takes place in 1996, mm-hmm. which would be halfway through. No, it'd be right on the the edge of a presidential election. So that's why the the parents are campaigning, um, campaigning basically. Um, which would assume that Bill Clinton is not running for a second term, mm-hmm. um, or that he see. That's what I don't understand. He's already been beaten out for the previous term. So I don't know when he could have been president. We know that he was president in 94 based on Chelsea Clinton's um, writing on the wall in the hideout. Mm-hmm. Um, it said C. Clinton 94. Right. Um, but basically this alternate reality takes away any second term of Clinton, which undoes the Lewinsky scandal. Um, and from you know butterfly effect, basically... Like, who knows who's president after that? Mm-hmm. Um, like, could be Al Gore, and that changes everything. Like, just the the alternate reality implications of not having a second term for Clinton are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that was my main thing of just, like, this does not take place in our reality, uh, which is something you deal with anytime there's a president that's not, like, an actual president in U.S. history. Um, but they went out of their way to establish certain timelines within the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that I like to believe, this is on on a sad note, but no, if no, this please. is an alternate reality uh, film, that Sonny Bono, who makes an appearance, um, does not die two years after this appearance. Yeah, uh, because this, this was his final film appearance. His final thing, yeah. He um, had a skiing accident two years later. Um, where he hit a tree and didn't survive. But um, in this alternate reality, it's nice to at least believe, like, he went on and had a long career as a congressman, and everything was okay. Mm -hmm. It is a really fun scene, though, Yeah, where he's freaking out, just fanboying over Sonny Bono. Yeah. (laughs) It's Sonny Bono! I got you, babe. Hey! (laughs) Just, like, grabbed him. Uh, Such a great scene. Um, Here's my base of headcanon. It gets a little crazy, uh, but I think it's worth it. So they're campaigning for their second term, right? The parents are campaigning. I think they lose. Oh. Why is that? Well, they lose to another president. (laughs) President T.J. Whitmore. Bill Pullman from Independence Day. And under his first run, 
Independence Day happens. Same universe. Um, Boom. That's uh, that's bad luck. (laughs) And then everything changed when the aliens attacked. (laughs) Alrighty. Now it's time to go into the part of the show where we like to recast and remake. It's aptly called Recast and Remake. Uh... Uh, it's where we talk about if this movie were to be made today, um, who would be cast and what would the storylines be? If it were to be like a sequelized or uh, modernized in any way, who would it be? And this is the segment of the show that I've spent the most time thinking about. Hear me out. Key and Peele. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's like a tag team kind of deal? Well, here's what they do. If they would make it today... Um, Jordan would play Obama, um, and then uh, Key would play Sinbad's role, and he would be watching uh, his the president's daughters, Sasha and Malia. Yeah, and so, <laughs> uh, and I, man, and I, I would want. Them, I think they would have um, Rue from Hunger Games. I can't remember her name, um, and Zandaya. Um, from, from Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's um she's from Shake It Up. She's one of those Disney stars. Um, let's see. Yeah, Zendaya. She is also slated to play um Mary Jane in the newest um incarnation of Spider Man. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So her and um, who plays Rue? I I can't remember her name. I'm gonna remember it though. It's off the top of my head, like not using the internet or anything. I'd probably say her name was, um, I don't know, just throw a rabbit in the hat. Uh, you throw the rabbit the... into the hat. <laughs> that's that's not as impressive of a trick. And then for my next trick, I will throw a rabbit into a hat. Where the hat come from, Michael? <laughs> where did the hat come from? The really impressive magic trick is pulling a hat out of a rabbit. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, no, uh, Amanda Stenberg or Amanda Stenberg. She played Rue in The Hunger Games. Um, I would have those two play the daughters, and it would just be so much fun to see uh, Key and Peel work together in that way. And uh, and I just, man, I just want it. Just want it to happen. That's good. For my recasting, this has never been an easier recast and remake session for me. I was like, bam, done. Yeah. Who wants to get dinner? Um, (laughs) For Sinbad's role, Kevin Hart. Oh, yes. Just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Just makes sense. Um, And (laughs) like they would probably have some line like, we need someone protecting the first kid that can really... You know, get on his level. Like, is that a short joke? Are you making a short joke? <laughs> um, and then for the for uh, Luke Davenport, I think you just go get seasoned Luke. <laughs> I can't talk. How many times have we said it? How many times? Season Luke from one Family Modern. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to get a clean take on that and okay. say to get Luke Davenport, to get Luke Davenport. <laughs> get me Luke Davenport. <laughs> get him on the video phone. <laughs> All right. Take three. 
in the role of Luke Davenport, I would really like to just go back in time uh-huh. and get season one Luke from Modern Family. Yes. I actually, I really considered that uh, actually like current season, what, season eight Luke wouldn't be that bad. Like just age him up just a little bit because uh, Luke is in high school, right? In the current season. I thought he had his own family by now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the D storyline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think either like age him up almost like a senior year kind of thing or even sophomore year, like having to trade school, change schools like mid year. Um, mm. I think that that would be um, I think that would be fu- actually pretty fun. Um, but I think making yeah. him younger is almost that that leads for more antics and fun things like that. It would be interesting to see a scene where if the kid is like senior year, he's valedictorian and he's giving a speech at the podium and there's some kind of connection between when his uh, like father gave a speech versus when he's giving a speech. Oh yeah. Like like the attempt on his life or whatever is uh, like when Sinbad takes the bullet is when he's giving the speech. And so you have that very presidential feel to it. Totally. Yeah. And that brings the father and son together, which was kind of like an unresolved issue yeah. in this movie. Where it's like, yeah, he doesn't really have a good relationship with his parents. And he never That's will. okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has a good relationship with his Secret Service agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like if this movie were to be made today, um, it they would harp more on the family and less on the solve your problems with bullies with your fist um storyline because that's another super 90s thing um like oh you have a bully let me teach you how to fight him but yeah i uh here's what i would like another thing that would happen if this movie were to be made today they would franchise the cookies out of this like Mm. they would do first kid um and then guess what son we're having another kid so you're gonna be uh, you're going to be the first kid, and now he's going to be the second kid. <laughs> and then it's just all about Agent Sims and Luke trying to find the baby. Like, where's the president's baby? Uh, and all these other antics like that. And then um, when they decide to expand the family even more, um, bring it into the Airbud franchise and make it the first pup. And then it's just <laughs> all these little dogs around everything and think baby talk but with puppies and a baby and uh or look who's talking is the Mm. name of that franchise i am surprised they didn't make a sequel to this um like with larry the cable guy or something like that oh my gosh that's exactly we're gonna find that kid (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly who they would cast that's what they did for jingle all the way yeah (laughs) Oh, Larry the Cable Guy is the go-to guy for sequels that no one else wants to be in. Like, oh, hey, Tooth Fairy 2, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, would you like to be in this movie? Absolutely not. All right, well, I guess I'll give this one to Larry as well. Any Sinbad movie that had a sequel should star Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs) And I'm including Good Burger in that. To do Good Burger 2 free refills, you get (laughs) Larry the Cable Guy. I am in. I'm in 100%. (laughs) But for for a sequel, I think if you want to keep it with the same actors, which would be really fun, 
the timeline works out to where Luke could now be running for like a young president. Ooh. Um, Call it just kid over 35. president. <laughs> kid president. But yeah, and then Sinbad, his whole goal was to guard Eagle, but he gives that up at the end to guard, keep guarding Prince. And so he's like, eventually he is able to guard Eagle just because Luke grew up to be president. Yeah. And then and he has his own kids. Yeah. Which would kind of be the thing. Yeah. And then he has to train up someone else to be the agent to the first kid. And it ends <laughs> up being Key and Peel because he needs two of them. <laughs> and he's like, I used to be like you. I used to fool around, but this is a serious job. Let me take you boxing. <laughs> but you can keep your tie. I love it. We're going to do a boxing montage. Don't overthink it. Yes, it's like Rocky, but this is Disney. And jump roping will play way bigger role in this montage than you would expect. Like, wow, yeah. a lot. <laughs> I thought I was just, like, kind of nodding off because I watched it really late. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I went back and looked at it. It's just a lot of jump roping. <laughs> yep, it really is. Maybe that's a 90s thing, but I also remember jump roping a lot in the 90s. <laughs> it was. It, like, uh, jump roping and double dutch and all these other things. Like, competitive jump roping. It's yeah, it's a thing. My school my school did a jump rope-a-thon called, like, Jump for Your Heart or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I remember that. In elementary school, We're, right? Yeah, they just got a bunch of elementary school kids to like get pledges. Yeah. And then you'd be like, I think I can do a thousand jump ropes. Mm-hmm. And you just like keep jumping for as long as you can. And the like last person wins because you contributed the most to charity. <laughs> I don't Yeah. I I don't really remember it. I didn't do very well. I think I got caught on my Velcro shoes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Here's the other thing about the 90s bingo. Uh, Bullies just laughing or repeating things that just aren't funny or even bullying. Mm -hmm. It's just like, huh, look at him sitting over there. (laughs) Yeah, he's sitting over there. It's just like, what? Uh, You're just describing (laughs) scenery. Yes. It's very very Billy Madison like. (laughs) Yeah. Doyle. Yeah. Doyle rules. Just that one track mind. Yeah. Also, 90s bingo, bullies that part their hair down the middle. Yep. How else are you supposed to know that they're evil? (laughs) Also, 90s bingo, home improvement child stars that part their hair down the middle. (laughs) Yep. That's, it's it. And now that's, that's bingo. You won. I mean, every, every single kid in the Taylor family parted their hair down the middle. And... Tim did not part his hair down the middle, but you know who did? The mom. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think I've ever paid this much attention to uh, home improvement hairstyles, which brings us to our new segment, home improvement (laughs) hairstyles. hairstyles. (laughs) Oh, and that was it. Very good, everyone. (laughs) You all did a great job today. Um, you know who I would love to see um, as that villain character? Um, oh, as Woods? Yeah. Um, whoever played uh, Dr. Um, Perry Cox, John C. McGinley. Oh, yeah. Love to that see would be him. great. I would like to see him as Morton, who is played by Art LaFleur 
uh, slash Babe Ruth from Sandlot. Yeah, that's right. I mentioned that. Yeah, Babe Ruth from Sandlot. And he was also in Field of Dreams. Oh, sure Timothy Busfield was also in Field of Dreams. Uh, Woods, yeah. Look at that. Headcanon. That. <laughs> <laughs> Just, there are the pieces to the headcanon. Build it yourself. Mm-hmm. They will come. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go into the part of the show where we sometimes like to ask ourselves, what, what, what would you do? <laughs> have we ever played this? <laughs> <laughs> we have. Um <laughs> <laughs> but not back during the jingle on the way episode that i can't remember <laughs> no uh i think we did it with uh independence day um i think that's the first time we did it um and when i say we i mean chris and i so i don't think that you and i have actually played it yet that's right uh, for some reason i thought i did the independence day episode <laughs> chris did a fantastic job uh, so you, so good that he thought he did it. So great <laughs> so, job, Chris. I was like, I take your words, I make them mine. Uh, so what would you do is a uh, part of the show where we imagine ourselves in the scenario of um, the movie. So if you were either a a secret agent uh, in charge of watching the president's kid, or if you were the president and you had a kid in the White House. Or if you were the kid of a president, um, what would you do? Could I be the 90s mom who just wants to go shopping? <laughs> absolutely. Could I fit that stereotype? You, you absolutely can. Um, yeah, I, I think the hardest job is not even being president, but being Sinbad's role mm-hmm. um, to think through that. Because that's why the movie was successful, is it's a very unique situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think think he does a really good job at relating to him which has to be your first step it's like what are his interests i think it helps that it's in his character to like similar things to what the kid likes like they like playing video games together Mm -hmm. because that's just what sims likes to do anyway um as far as like sneaking him out and stuff there's no way i would do that right (laughs) not a chance like I don't know if you could put treason charges on him, but that seems like the kind of thing they would have threatened him with. Be like, that's treason. How? It just is. You're going to be killed. Yeah. Um, well, like yeah, the first, it's not worth breaking the rules. No, like the first time he did it, it was like, hey, listen, the kid was going to run away. That I feel like that was like the most justifiable time to like spring him from the prison that is the president's house um right and side note maybe it was just like the budget that they had but like doesn't isn't there like a bowling alley inside the white house i feel like there is. i feel like that would be that would be the other thing like if it, if this movie were to be made today it would be like hey you're grounded it's like oh man i'm grounded and the sims is like yeah you're grounded in the White House, and so like they watch the mo- like all these movies on the big screen. It's like a blank check, but like inside the White House, it's just like look at how cool the inside the White House is, and like he just starts to become like more acclimated to like hey, it's like I'm actually enjoying being the president's son, kind of thing, and like enjoying all the other things in the White House. Uh, they just call it White House arrest. Oh my yes. That would be an interesting movie, like the first president to be under house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we're not going to impeach you. That would upset the community too much. The community being America. (laughs) Uh, 
It's like, but you're just under house arrest. Yeah, I love that. Um, they do try to emphasize the feature that it, it, the White House has some cool stuff, though, when he wants to go to the movie, and Sinbad's like, we can get any movie in any theater, and we'll watch it there. I'll watch it with you. We'll get popcorn. And he's like, you know, it's not the same. Um, it's the social element. And then the kid, like, cryingly packs a backpack like he does. Yeah. <laughs> Man, because if... If I were to be the kid of the president, I would milk that for every drop. I I would just ask Agent Sims if I had, I was like, hey, so what can't I do? What can I not do here? And then do literally everything else. Like, I'm surprised he didn't have more kids over. Like, maybe that's just like a security thing. But they had, like, at the end, they had all these kids in front of the White House playing hockey um mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i why wasn't that your first choice like why didn't you try that from like the beginning that's what i would yeah. i'd be like okay great can i have like a, a sleepover in the white house or could i have like kids over to watch a movie in the white house like i would like it, i would want to be like richie rich like yeah man this kid this kid's got his own mcdonald's like i i do that i want that did Richie Rich have his own McDonald's? He had his own McDonald's in the movie with um, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Man, Richie Rich is the Trump of first kids. <laughs> I'm going to build a big, beautiful slide. A big, beautiful slide. And my parents are going to pay for it. Um, I'm going to take Mount Rushmore. Just going to be four of my faces. <laughs> And all of them are going to be me making a, a, an equally crazy face, one crazier than the next. So that if Canada ever tries to invade, <laughs> they just see me looking at them. I'm pretty sure it faces south towards the rest of the country. Not They're true. are going to see the back of my head. Not true. Not true. False. <laughs> I'm going to lock my little sister up in jail. You belong in jail. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I... I would actually be very impressed if Trump tried to finish Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) The neck down campaign. (laughs) We're going to put them in the finest Italian suits money can buy made by Americans. Each one of them will be holding one of my classic Trump steaks. All wearing a button that says, I voted Trump. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Oh, man. Oh my gosh, I just realized why he thinks that people have bomb scares a hundred times a day at the White House. What? It's because he would always create these fake bomb scares with donuts and coffee. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, so for this pre-9-11 movie, there are just like far too many bomb scares that are like fake bomb scares that are supposed to be comedic that just would not happen today. Not be cool. No. Yeah, not okay. Uh, um. Well, also pre-Twitter. Oh, yeah. Like, like, there's a bomb scare at the mall. Like, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, it's a national Yeah, crisis. Agent Sims would be fired. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. They call it, like, Bear Claw Gate or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he would be a meme, like, so like fast. He'd, he'd be the face of Frittergate. <laughs> You'd have all these Twitter Fritter channels Yes. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, if I were Agent Sims, like if I were like a uh, agent like that, like I, I feel like I would do similar things 
Yeah, I think you could do a bit where you're like, I'm going to need the jelly donut. It's the president's favorite. Um, I'm also going to need like um, a chocolate glazed. It's the president's favorite. Uh, some sprinkles. You know, that's his absolute favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I would definitely do everything he did at the beginning of that movie. Getting put in charge of like the president's kid. Like, I feel like that that's not the worst scenario to be in. But if he was a total jerk like Luke, um, yeah, I would do everything to get fired. I just like yeah. get, or get reassigned. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently if you mess up on detail on the president's kid, the next role for you is being in charge of the unemployment line. <laughs> Cause like they fired both of them after they messed up a uh, detail on the president's kid. Like, Oh, you like move the kid over here. Like, Hey, I want someone else on detail who can like deal with kids. Well, it's like, Oh great. You're fired (laughs) well and they also say the classic line in movies where they realize how ridiculous the situation is where they say against my better judgment (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that would be my hiring process against my better judgment congratulations you are now a member of the secret service like yay (laughs) it's like this was a trick art lafleur um (laughs) Your job is to have good judgment. <laughs> You're fired. Reversed. <laughs> I am the captain now. Say it. I am the captain now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be the scenario. And I feel like based off of, uh, you know, how often we see Obama, like, hanging out with his own kids um, mm-hmm. who are, like, around the age of, you know, Luke in this movie, um, I feel like the president would spend more time with the kid if it were to be made today. Like, I feel like it would be one of those, not, it would be more along the lines of like hook um, where it's just like Mm. the dad needs to remember that you also need to include family as well, which was something that they didn't really get across. But I think if I had a kid who was, if I was president, first off, good luck America. Oh, uh, I would just be the worst president. I, I, I just know. I just know that I could not handle that responsibility. Like if they're like, "Oh yeah, Ricky, everyone really likes the things they see you do on the internet, and they're a really big fan of the podcast. They think that you, we think that you should be in charge of the United States of America." <laughs> it's like if you believe in this cause, like and subscribe on the bill below. <laughs> pretty much be it but like the first president to just casually do a story like right after he woke up like hey snapchat (laughs) uh walking into the oval office uh crazy day meeting with putin like that kind of thing like taking pictures of like classified documents like oh mondays am i right (laughs) like once that starts happening (laughs) and all decorum is lost for the office then we have reached uh, like idiocracy yep. level where Terry Crews is just like <laughs> promoting Gatorade. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. Now we're going to go into our final segment of the show where we give our reasons to recommend. Grayson, why would you recommend the first kid? One word, two syllables, compound word mm-hmm. that makes theological sense. <laughs> Sinbad. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, his 
film career is not as large as I would like it to be. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. Like, the known for on IMDb, we have done all the movies in this podcast series. Um, like, I wish there was more we could go to. And, like, he's done other stuff, obviously. And he has the specials and he has this huge body of work. Um, I just, it's, he's so fun. Like, he's got this charming way about him. And I don't know how much of the script was improvised by him. Um, I, I feel like not as much as what it seems. Um, like, so, like, basically my point is his, his lines feel improvised yeah. um, in a good way. Um, like, he's just very natural and able to throw it out there. And if he does improvise them, they're great improvisations. So, um, yeah, Sinbad makes the film. You don't have First Kid without Sinbad. Um, so, yeah, like, that's my that's really my sole reason. It's fun to see, like, the, the 90s technology and all that stuff, but you can get that from other movies. Um, for this... To see Sinbad in a unique situation, uh, dealing with it in a very, you know, I'd I say real way, just like real to his character. Um, Like the situation is outlandish, like throwing food directly up into the air to deal with a snake at a black tie event. Like not realistic, but um, fun to see Sinbad in that situation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this movie is just such a treat to watch. There are so many fun elements. Like we said before, like 90s bingo, you win at the end of this movie. (laughs) Uh, But not only that, but Sinbad's performances, like we said before when we were reviewing um, Jingle All the Way, but he is just so much fun to watch. And his comedic timing, his way of interacting with people and playing – is so much fun and his range in this movie is fantastic like he can play serious Mm -hmm. um he can play sad and goofy um and fun and he he just i just wish he were in so many more things he is the voice of mr smiley and the cartoon show steven universe um Mm. and he's only been in like seven episodes and each episode is just a great to just hear his voice um but he he's just a treat and if you have forgotten or um miss sinbad um and his fantastic career uh watch first kid because it's it'll hold you over for at least until the next time you watch first kid (laughs) every four years every four years years. Um, I I would love it if like Netflix or Hulu would just double down on a Sinbad sitcom that feels like a like a modern day um, I was gonna say Full House but Fuller House does that so like, <laughs> basically any kind of family sitcom like the Cosby Show that kind of thing yeah. um, you know but with Sinbad yeah. um, I think it would be fun to see him in that role now that he is almost sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have that that uh, that dynamic because he works really well with kids. He's got he's a child at heart. Oh my goodness! I would love to see him in like a goof troop dynamic, but a live action goof troop. Oh, that would be fantastic! Right, like just this goofy dad who is like trying to like connect to his son, but his son like is way cooler than him. He's trying to be, he's being too cool for him. <laughs> um, and everywhere he shows up, he wears like these really bright colors. Oh my gosh! 
Um, so Hollywood, uh, you know that uh, Sinbad vehicle that you've been uh, wanting to uh, find to bring back his career? Well, listen to this podcast, <laughs> please. Um, make it happen. Yeah. So the son can be Michael B. Jordan, and he can teach him boxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Sinbad was on the Cosby show. He was. He was on the Cosby <laughs> in '87. Yeah, he um he starred in a different world, which was uh, produced by uh, Bill Cosby. So it was a spinoff vehicle for um the youngest daughter who went to college, or the oldest daughter who went to college. It was supposed to be a vehicle mm. for her, but then she left. But they decided to keep the show going, and it was wildly successful. Yeah, I mean, I know Sinbad already had the Sinbad show. Um. And that was even before First Kid. That was like 93, 94. So um, I just think, you know, it's been over 20 years. So it's about time. Absolutely. All right. And that is our review of First Kid. Let us know what you remember about First Kid on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Flashback Flicks. And let us know what you thought of our review of First Kid on iTunes. Uh, leave us a review telling us. Um, on a scale of one to five Sinbad ties, <laughs> how you thought our review was. And if you really like it, uh, they can be Sinbad bow ties. Oh, yeah. Like he wears at the party. I give this movie five black tie event ties. Or five Sinbad black tie event ties. I give it... Five incorrect pronunciations of Robert <laughs> Gould, maybe. That's it. That's it. And be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until next time, remember to be kind and rewind. Is the music done? Did we just finish the music? We, we, we did. Okay, Ricky. I have a segment called Extra Credit. Oh, my gosh. And it's what we would like to see as a post-credit <laughs> sequence to this movie. So that's why we're doing it after the outro music. That's fantastic. Makes sense? Yeah. Cool. Like, post-credit sequences, they happened in the 90s. They're huge now. You have to have one in a Marvel movie or they were burn the theater down. <laughs> um, but... Uh, for this, I would love to see a post-credit sequence of the mall cop still watching the car in the parking that lot. That would be amazing. Oh, that'd be so good. Now you mentioned post-credit sequences, I would just love for the post-credit sequence to be um, Samuel L. Jackson in a lovely leather number saying, you think you're the only one? Like He just recruits him. <laughs> he recruits him to um, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah, so he's the new Coulson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Captain America, big fan. Big <laughs> oh, fan. Man. I got you, babe. I didn't write that song. Ah, sure you did. <laughs> you probably skipped right over that one. <laughs> <laughs> dee 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 dee. <laughs>